Welcome to the Older Adult to Geriatric Nutrition Answers podcast presented to you by LongTermCareRD.com. I'm Michelle Sari, your host and presenter of today's episode. Today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. I recently, or I guess a couple months ago actually, wrote an article. It was an op-ed piece and it was called, Are Long-Term Care Dietitians the Real Experts? So I wanted to talk about that a little bit more today. So I had a conversation with an individual because they were looking to hire me for an educational session. And they asked me the question, why do you consider yourself an expert in older adult and elderly nutrition? And I also had to fill this out in paperwork for the application process. And it took me back a little bit. And I'll be honest, I was a little bit insulted. This was an educational session for, I'll just give you a blanket idea of what it was. It was for educating dietitians in a specific area related to long-term care. And I thought, well, I'm a long-term care dietitian. I mean, after all, I don't have a PhD in the area, but I do have a master's degree. I was a part of the largest long-term care research study studying food and fluid intake and the factors that affect it in long-term care. The biggest study in the world. My name is attached to that project. And I got my master's in that, a thesis-based master's. And I thought, how am I not considered the expert? You don't even have to consider my master's degree. I've been working in long-term care for over eight years. I've dedicated my entire career to this. And here I am with people curious as to why are you the expert in the area? So I was kind of asked to prove that I'm an expert in the area. And I'll, I'll admit, even today, I'm still slightly baffled by the question, if I'm being totally honest, a little slightly insulted. But I digress. I'm get over it. So as I took a few days to consider the question, it led me to ask them, well, who do you consider an expert in this area? And why do you consider them an expert? Thankfully, the person that I was talking to, they showed an incredible amount of grace in our discussion. And it was a fantastic discussion that we had. And I ended up doing the presentation and developed just a great relationship with this group. But it just led me to question, so who do we, as dietitians working in long-term care, Who are we calling the experts in our field? If it's not us, well, who could be more of an expert? We really need to reevaluate who we are calling experts in our field in dietetics. This is the conclusion that I came to. So some of the people that they named as experts in the field do in fact have the RD credentials. Not all of them, but they did mention a few that did have um, a registered dietitian title though it was often followed by a long list of other titles, most of which I have no idea what their acronyms stood for or what body certified them. But many were, of course, also PhDs in the field, which in some universe, ours I suppose, gives them expert status. Now, I don't write this to insult those who have PhDs in the area, as I do think there is a genuine place for them in our field and a very important place But if I were to ask them if they had ever practiced in long-term care as a clinical dietitian, I would bet you that the majority of them would say no. Or 
you would get varying degrees of answers, that it was for a short period of time at the beginning of their career, or they went straight from their internship into a PhD program and only practiced part-time for a year or two. And we call them experts in our field. They call themselves experts in our field. And yes, they do contribute greatly to the research that is really needed. But how can you truly be an expert in how long-term care homes run when you've never worked the day-to-day? How can you know the struggles of a long-term care dietitian in the area if you've never felt those struggles or been in their position? An internship doesn't allow you to see all the facets of how a long-term care home runs or the struggles that a dietitian will have and continues to have in a post-COVID world. Things are different. But if you asked a long-term care dietitian what they want to see improved, I guarantee you that they will have a wealth of knowledge on what the needs are. So what does a long-term care dietitian know that somebody who's never worked in long-term care wouldn't know? Only they could tell you how to handle situations like the list I'm about to give you. So number one, how to manage a patient with pressure injuries that's on a modified texture diet that refuses the modified texture diet and doesn't like the protein powders. Number two, how to manage an elderly patient with diabetes that for quality of life reasons does not want to be on a controlled carb diet, but their daughter wants them on it. Number three, how to speak with loved ones that don't understand the nutrition care plan. Number four, how to speak with loved ones about end of life nutrition and what to do when they are overcome with their emotions. Number five, how to build positive relationships with staff members, even when there are disagreements about the nutrition care plan of a patient. Number six, how to build and develop a nutrition care plan that reflects the person-centered care that we are focused on. Number seven, what to do when a modified textured diet is being refused, but the dietitian knows that they're an extremely high risk of choking. And number eight, why a facility can't implement food molds daily for pureed textures. All of these things are areas that a dietitian will deal with on a daily basis and so much more. One dietitian in a long-term care home might go through this list of eight things in one day. You can read all the scientific literature in the world, but it's not going to prepare you for how to handle these scenarios. The only way to learn how to handle these scenarios is one, on-the-job practice, and two, a lot of us will learn from other long-term care dietitians that have been there before. You can know all the textbook answers, but that is just theory, and it's not always applicable in the real-world scenarios. So. As a dietitian, I have taken course after course trying to improve my skills in various areas. Time after time, I can always tell when the course was created by a practicing dietitian and when it was clearly not. I'll be completely honest here. I find the courses written by someone who has not been a long-term care dietitian completely useless. It is so much general knowledge, but none of it is actual actionable steps that you walk you through step one, step two, step three on how to handle different scenarios. I can't stand when I spend money on courses and they are so irrelevant and I have nothing when I walk away from this course. So I am very picky about what webinars I spend money on and what courses I spend money on now. Now we all have different learning styles 
but I know that what I want to see in learning materials for dietitians is practical tips. And I'm not sitting here throwing stones because I'm sure that there are a lot of courses out there that are not made by practicing dietitians that others find really useful. But for me, that is not my cup of tea. And like I said, I can always tell when the person that's written that has never worked in long-term care or it's been a very long time. So this all leads me to say that if researchers want to know how to really help us with their research, they should be talking to the frontline dietitians. I've been in the research world before. I did complete a master's degree. I know what goes on behind the scenes and I know how research goes from a theory to research to publication. Now, I was fortunate that at the time that I did my research, I started my master's degree a month after I finished my dietitian internship. So this was a while back now, but I got a job in a long-term care home at the exact same time. So not only was I doing my master's in the area, but I was also a practicing dietitian. So I understood the needs as well as the practicality of my recommendations. And I want more of this in our world of dietetics. If we really want to push the changes and show the importance of clinical dietitians, we need to listen to them. So where does this lead us? Who are the experts? If we really want to ask who are the experts in the long-term care field, it's the long-term care dietitians. It's the dietitian that goes into work day in and day out, even when the days are mentally exhausting. It's the dietitians that work through an incredibly tough pandemic. And I know that because I was about seven, eight months pregnant when COVID hit. So that was a lot of fun. (laughs) It's the dietitians that deal with the surveyors, interrogating them, over their documentation, even if they've never been fully taught how to go through the survey process. It's also the dietitians that walk out of a room after having the toughest conversations about end-of-life nutrition with a family member. It's the dietitian that has a patient cry on their shoulder over their current deteriorating state. It's the dietitian that has to try to convince a doctor that the patient's care plan really does need adjusting. And it's the dietitian that goes back every single day with a smile on their face, knowing that what they do makes a significant difference in that patient's health. So if anyone wants to know who the experts in long-term nutrition care are, it's you. It's the long-term care dietitian. You may or may not have the fancy titles behind your name, but that doesn't matter. You have the practice, you have the experience, and you know what's actually going to work and make a difference in your patient's life. So give yourself more credit and know that you are doing an amazing job changing the lives of your patients. I always say it, without proper nutrition, no medical intervention in the world is going to work because a patient that is malnourished is going to have so many deleterious side effects and it can lead them to early mortality. So if that nutrition is not in check, guess what? It doesn't matter what you do to try to heal that pressure injury, it's not going to work. So take it from me, a dietitian that has been practicing for over eight years, dedicating my entire career to this. You dietitians are making all the difference in the world. And truly, that's why I created the website longtermcarerd.com. That's why I write the articles. That's why I develop the resources. That's why I develop the products that are in the shop to help every single dietitian that stumbles onto my site. I want to make sure that every single thing that I put out is useful for you. 
So if there's ever an area that you want written about or a resource that you're looking for, reach out to me. I always try my best to find stuff for you guys, even if I don't personally have it available. So that's all that I have for today. Be sure to send me your feedback. I'd love to hear how you feel about this topic. And again, I'm not trying to talk negatively about anybody that goes into higher education or does research, because like I said, there is certainly a time and a place for that type of person. They greatly help our field and they do do advances in really great research and a lot of their stuff has been very helpful to me along the way. I was a part of that and I loved it. I loved being in the research field. But without that hand-in-hand practical knowledge of on-the-job work, it doesn't help that much. This is why I love partnering with people that are in that area if they're working on research projects because I can tell them, yeah, that'll work or no, that won't work. Uh, Something like IDSI, for example, Um, if you've been a follower of my website for a long time, I've published articles on what I think about IDSI and it's not positive, I will say that, simply because I don't think they really talk to a practicing dietitian that works frontline in long-term care about how A, implementation is going to go and B, about how to actually go about what they were doing. So that's how you can tell when actual practicing dietitians have been involved in research projects or not. (laughs) But that aside, I will actually link that article in these show notes. That's another op-ed that I did that uh, I actually had a lot of fun writing. Um, Anyways, be sure to like and follow the show on your Apple podcast or Spotify. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at LongTermCareRD on both of those platforms. Find the website at www.LongTermCareRD.com. And in the show description notes, you're going to find all the articles related to the topic today. So until next week, have a great week and I hope you're enjoying your summer.